So, my first podcast. Let's see here. Start of something special, maybe, right? My name is Bill. You can call me Bill. My official name is William M. Barron. I present myself online that way because Bill Barron is such a generic name. It's all over the place. And, you know, the middle initial thrown in there when the formality of William instead of Bill makes it a little more, I don't know, a little more separated from the rest, I suppose you could say. One R, not two. <laughs> um... <clears throat> I've never done this before, so let's give it a shot. I uh, make it short and sweet today. This will be kind of a introduction to what I do, why I like to do it, and how I do it. Um, those of you that have listened to me before know that I just love rock, and I love hard rock, and I enjoy myself a lot when I play my guitar. Um, I have that dead look on my face when I'm playing my live streams on Reddit and other channels, but mostly Reddit. But that's just because I... I just play what I'm thinking at the time I'm thinking it, and I'm reading the comments while I'm playing. It's, it kind of comes out naturally, you know, my fingers kind of do their own thing, which a lot of times when I write a new song, I have to break away from that and kind of sing my melodies in my head before I actually record them on the guitar, because it's very true that in a way you can you can let your finger memory do the work and not come up with anything new or original, so I try to break away from that from time to time, come up with something new, but... Uh, I have played in a band in the past. Our band name was Relic. We didn't really go anywhere with it. It was just a fun thing to do locally. I played guitar and vocals in that band, and uh, we had Jansen Harris as my keyboard player, uh, John Ward on the drums, Adrian Arnau on the bass guitar. We had a good time. It was, you know, small little get-together thing, and we did it for, you know, a few years or so and had our fun with it. But, you know, life gets in the way. Uh, I learned to play music when I was tiny. My dad was... He was determined to get me on the drums, and as soon as I could fit on the stool and reach the kick pedal, man, that's that's when I started kicking the kick pedal and hitting the hi-hats and the snare and doing what my dad always taught me, you know, count your beat with your hi-hats and let your uh, kick and your snare do the work of the rhythm and progress out from there. Start with the basics and go, and that's exactly where I came from, starting out with the basics. My grandfather, you know, great man, both of my grandparents, well, all four of my grandparents are great people. My two grandfathers were great men. They uh, were a big inspiration in my life. My grandfather taught me how to play the keyboards when I was older. I mean, not older. I was probably five or six years older, maybe a little older than that, but saw him doing it. And nobody could play the Pennsylvania polka like him on his keyboard. It was fantastic to watch. It was just a good time. And, you know, not my kind of music at all, but when he played, he had a smile on his face that just would take your breath away. You could tell he just... He was in his zone. He loved it. And, and that's where I like to be when I play. I'm not always having a smile on my face, but but uh, that's the main reason I look like that when I'm playing online is because I, I'm reading comments while I'm playing. I'm reading comments. I'm looking on the other screen to see what song's going to come on next, things like that, you know. Or if my kid walks in the room or something and, or, you know, anything like that. I, I'm doing other things while I'm playing and, you know, um, uh, I'll have to start making a point to have more facial expressions while I'm playing, because I do get into it sometimes, like, not often on the camera because of the other things I said I was doing, but I'll be playing with my dad in the basement of his house, or my uncle will come up from Florida, we'll jam, because he plays guitar too, and uh, <clears throat> we just have a good time, and I, I get into it, I get lost in the zone, you can't even, when I'm in the zone when I'm playing, you can't even talk to me, I won't even know you're there, I'm just doing my thing, and I love it, it's the best feeling in the world. So I didn't start playing guitar until I was 12 years old. It took that long, right? And even then, I was just kind of noodling and figuring out what I wanted to do with it. I found an old, broken, 
the neck was cracked. It had two really, God knows how old they were, rusty, rusty strings on it. Things all bent to hell and all screwed up. And I don't even know what brand it was, really. It's just a broken-ass guitar shoved in the basement of my parents' house. I found it rooting around through stuff one day. Just, ooh, what's this? You know, I brought it up to my room. I cleaned the dust off of it, or what could be cleaned off it anyway. It was pretty bad. And then uh, I had a dime. And I was using a dime to pick the strings. And I'm, I'm, I'm figuring out at this point, because I've never even touched a guitar before in my life, I'm figuring out how exactly this works. Because I've never even touched a guitar before. So, you know, I mean, I've had my heroes play them and all, you know, but you know, I haven't even touched one. So I'm like, okay, put the string, put my finger here, and the string makes that sound. Put my finger here, oh, it goes up higher. Okay, that's how this fretboard works, okay. And, uh, Christ, I don't even think I knew it was called a fret at the time, you know? Just how, just how in the dark I was about the guitar world. But there was something about it that when I had it in my hand, I just enjoyed it. And I'm like, this, this could be fun. And... You know, I went to my dad one day and I said, Dad, can this be fixed? Like, this is an old beat-up thing. Like, can we use it for anything? And he picks it up and he, he goes, are you kidding? No, there's no saving this thing. It was just destroyed. It was old and stuffed in the basement forever. And I mean, there was no hope for it. It, was, it wasn't worth the time or nothing like that. So I had worked for my other grandfather at the greenhouse. And uh, I used to sell produce and plant flowers and do landscaping, all that stuff with him. And... I uh, I worked for him for next to nothing because when you're a kid you don't make much money. I had he paid me three dollars a day, you know, when I was really small. And then advance as the days go by, and you know I make enough money. I saved all the money I could muster up, and I went to a pawn shop in the middle of Wilkes-Barre, and uh, I paid ninety dollars for my first guitar, and it was a Samick, a Fender Stratocaster knockoff Samick. And Samick, you know, you saw those brands here and there, and I mean, I saw them all over the place when I was younger. I don't really see them now, but they had different levels of guitar. And, I mean, nothing compared to a Les Paul or a Strat or a Paul Reed Smith or Ibanez, stuff like that. But cheap-ass cheap guitar. Cheap-ass. But it was way better than what I had in my dad's basement, and it worked. So I'm like, I'm buying this, yay. And I used to, I brought it home. I didn't even own an amp yet. Plugged it into my Philco or whatever the hell it was radio at the time, and I bought a little cheap distortion pedal and made do, you know, we made it work, um, I borrowed a little tiny, tiny, like, 30-watt Gorilla amp off my one grandfather, he had it in an attic, and I don't even know why he had it, it was a little tiny, like, cheap guitar amp, but it was, it sufficed, plugged the distortion pedal through it, and I started to learn how to play, and I was noodling around, and back then, internet wasn't a thing yet, really, I mean, it was, but it wasn't, it was still in the very, you know, amateur stages of it, and, I just noodled around. I listened to ACDC, and I started figuring things out. The first song I ever learned how to play was Touch Too Much by ACDC from the Highway to Hell album. I loved that song. It was one of my favorites. And I remember playing it with just two strings at a time instead of doing an actual power chord or an actual full chord, anything like that. I was just messing around like, okay, that's where that's where that sound is, and then, okay, this is where that sound is. And even the solo one, I just noodled around till I figured it out, and... That's kind of where everything came from. I, I, I learned because because of my grandfather teaching me keyboards, and I used to sing in school and was part of the chorus and things. I learned everything by ear. I just I have always been that way. I can read music, but I have to really sit there and look at it for a while before I know exactly the scale I'm looking at and the notes I have to play. And I thought 
a difficult thing to do, but I have done it so few and far between, I can't really, I can't just read it like a book like, like other people can, and you know, that's a skill of its own, and, and my wife is really good at that, but she'll never admit it because she doesn't like to tell people that she used to play fantastic classical guitar. It's one of the things I liked about her when I met her. <laughs> yeah, that's a different story for another time, but uh, <clears throat> sorry about that, got to clear the throat a little. So I learned everything by ear, and the second song I ever learned how to play was Thunderstruck. I learned how to play the intro to Thunderstruck, because I thought it was cool, and that's a fast lick, everybody will like that, and I don't know, just messing around with those things before I ever had any kind of formal training or any actual books or anything like that, it, it, it kind of like, it's kind of where my style was born, I guess you could say, the way I pick the guitar is different than a lot of people do it, um, just the way I do things on it in general is not... You know, it's not standard, I could say, you know. There was a kid in high school when I got that far, and he used to rip on me for the way I hold the pick and this and that and everything. But I said, well, I could play cleaner and faster than you, so what's the difference? Why does it even matter, you know? And he was a little snobby about it, but he was a good guy. He, he was a good guitar player, too. Um, but I just kind of where it was born, and just kept playing over the years, learning new things. When the internet got larger, I started using that to get some more inspiration and come up with some new techniques, learn some new styles, things like that. And when I was a kid in high school, it was play fast, play fast, play aggressive. Everybody likes that. The faster you play, the cooler people think you are. And the first time I ever played an actual show, you could say, was... Uh, it wasn't until I was a junior or a senior in high school. had a Christmas assembly, and a friend of mine... <clears throat> Um, he was learning guitar, so I was teaching him some things at the time, and I was going to take the lead part. Him and I went on stage, and we did our own renditions of, oh, what the hell was it? Silent Night and Little Drummer Boy, like a rock rendition of it, which just the two of us strumming guitars on stage. And <clears throat> it was my first taste of being on a stage with an auditorium full of people just enjoying myself. And we did Drummer Boy, like a rock riff of Drummer Boy, I did the lead, he did the backup, and then I played a solo that led into Hark the Herald Angels Sing, soloing the melody for that, and then um, he played um, A Silent Night, and then we ended with a song we just kind of made up a couple days before, like, oh, that sounds cool, let's try that, you know, and it was fun, we had a good time, and we had a good applause, and nothing, uh, that was the moment where it's like, oh, nothing beats the feeling of being on stage and having a crowd cheer for you. It, it feels amazing. It's like the best feeling ever. And you can't explain it unless you've done it and you enjoy that kind of thing. You know, it's, it is unexplainable. Uh, and then after that, me and the other guitar player that I knew, the one I was talking about before, and my one of my best friends at the time, we played the class night at our senior class night high school thing right before all the seniors graduated forever and they put on a show and you know each group that wanted to be part of it would put on like a skit or a show a lot of funny stuff in there a lot of good stuff and then uh, so it was, it was our turn to go up and the teacher that was doing the whole set really liked the way we sounded and what we were doing we were going to play Highway to Hell do some guitar solos and then play Schools Out and I mean, what better song to play when you're graduating and you're never coming back to school again than School's Out, right? I mean, that that just that song, that song picks itself. So we ended up playing that and doing some solos and stuff and going from there. So we did that. We played uh, Highway to Hell. I did a guitar solo. He did a guitar solo. And uh, then we played School's Out. 
and the the applause was awesome at the end. We had a full auditorium of people in our high school. I mean, probably between 500 and 1,000 people there. It might have been a little more. I'm not really sure. I, I The memory is kind of blurry. It's been a very long time. It's been, God, 21 years since I graduated. Jesus Christ, I'm getting old. <laughs> but <clears throat> after that, I hadn't done much with my guitar, you know. I mean, I play it. I always play it. I always did my own recording, and, you know, through... You know, dating my wife at the time after high school and doing life things in between. Never really got around to making anything out of it. You know, I, I went to college for computer programming and computer science, and I didn't finish because I it bored me to death. And I'm kind of glad I didn't go through with it because I didn't want to sit at a desk forever. You know, that's a boring lifestyle, and I need to be moving around and doing things. Something, anyway. But, uh, <clears throat> so... Moving upwards a bunch of years, uh, I recorded my own music, my own songs. I did that since I was a little kid, even even playing the keyboards when I was like freaking seven, eight years old, six years old. I used to record on a little radio my grandfather had with a microphone built onto it, and I'd push record on the cassette tape, and I'd record my own stuff, and just always did it. I always really enjoyed it, and some of the best memories were him and I doing stuff together. It was fun. But uh, fast forward to, you know, way into the future after high school and all, I, I would still record my own stuff. I I made a lot of songs over the years. I could fill hard drives with all the stuff I made. And so I have a great, you know, archives in my brain and floating around somewhere on a hard disk. A lot of ideas. A lot of them I don't even touch base on anymore. But once in a while I'll go back and I'll be like, something just pops in my head. I remember that song. I want to use that. And I will. I'll use it. I'll... I have a handful. Lost My Guitar is one of them. That that guitar, that song I wrote with lyrics a really long time ago, and it didn't sound exactly the same, but the idea was still there. And, you know, I never followed through and finished a song with it, but when I made the uh, debut album, I guess you could say it is, that I have on Spotify now, just the William M. Barron album, um, I used that song on it, and I thought it sounded pretty good, nice and heavy. Uh, let's see what else we got here. But I recorded a bunch of stuff, and now I'm recording it and posting it for you guys to listen to, and I'm, I'm really glad with the feedback I've gotten so far, and even when I was in the band, you know, over a decade ago now, um, didn't get even a tiny percentage as much of recognition doing something like that as I am online right now, and, you know, 2020 was a, a friggin' mess with, you know, COVID running wild, and everybody getting sick and all that stuff happening around the world. Lots of, lots of problems last year, not just that, but, um, you know, I had my ups and downs in life as well, and I had to find the time to get back into what I love doing, and I found that time last year, so that's something good that came out of it for me. And the fact that concerts aren't taking place and, you know, bands aren't touring because of you can't, you know, the social distancing we have to do now is, it, it shuts a lot of that down, and Part of that, I believe, is a factor into why I get so many viewers and you guys are paying attention to me and watching me because, uh, you know, uh, one of the greatest comments I get when I'm playing live for you guys is, you know, this is the best thing, You, you people have told me this is the next best thing to going to a live show, I love the way the show is, and that's that's the kind of feeling I have when I was in the band as well, you know. The show has to be set up. It has to go on. I don't like to stop and talk between songs. I don't like to sit there and screw with settings and mess with things. One song after another, not too much time in between songs. Put on a show. Let people enjoy it, you know? And if I go to a show or if I'm watching somebody else play, 
I want to see a show, you know. I, I don't go there and give my time to listening to everything in between. If you guys want to listen to all the in-between stuff, that's what this is for. And if you want to hear those things, then that's why I'm making this. Um, I, I'll admit I'm new to the whole thing. I haven't opened up my social media accounts in 15 years because I just haven't used them until now when I had this album come out. And I've never done a podcast before because it's just not my thing. It wasn't, but I'm getting into it now. I'm, I'm learning the ways and how things are done nowadays. And I'm 38 years old. I could be 39 in just a couple of months. And, you know, I mean, I'm not old or anything, but I'm not young anymore. So it's not like I'm going to go, you know, live my dreams and world tour and stuff. But, you know, I'm having a good time doing what I'm doing. And I'm glad it's working out. And I'm glad that everybody is enjoying it. I, I, I rarely ever get negative feedback about anything, which surprises me because I know I'm not perfect at this but um, I'm glad I can please so many people that's the name of the game you know putting on a show making people smile making everyone happy you know and you can't make everybody happy but you could try your damnedest to do so <clears throat> my uh, my phrase has always been don't be miserable there's plenty of people that are more than willing to do it for you and uh, some people have repeated that back to me after reading it on my profile and I'm like yep that's right I got time to be miserable I've already had We've all had those things that life throws at you and, you know, you think things are going fine or you think you do have it bad, but then something kicks you in the balls and you're like, what the hell just happened? It just turned everything upside down. I've had a few of those over the years and, you know, you got to just get through it. And that's the music that I make and the music I record and perform for everybody. That's part of it for me. That's that's my release. You know, that's like my therapy. I like I love playing my guitar. I mean, if I didn't have to go to work and I didn't have to worry about people in the house trying to sleep and things, I'd be up there 24-7 just playing, sleeping, and then playing again. I mean, I, I enjoy it that much, you know, and it's a good time. But uh, so moving on to gear, I guess, you know, um, I recorded the latest album using Cakewalk. I love Cakewalk. I've always used it. Used to have Cool Edit a long, long time ago. You know, oh God, 15 years or more at least. Um, that used to be a program. I don't even know if it's out anymore, honestly. <laughs> and I know there's Ableton and there's uh, there's PreSonus and there's Pro Tools and things. I, I've used Cakewalk since I was in high school. The first version of Cakewalk I've ever used was called Cakewalk Express. And I used it to make music through MIDI with a keyboard for a high school project we had to do. And I made music for a video game we were working on with that, using only MIDI, because I didn't even know how to record audio at the time. But, uh, so that, that ended up being cool. And I just, I like, I got used to the way Cake Walks laid out, and they've made a lot of changes over the years. But it's, uh, it, it's basically the same as it was. It just looks prettier now, you know? But, uh... I started tinkering with a trial version of PreSonus Studio 1.5 recently, and I, I may use that for my next album because the workflow aspect of it is really nice. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I may or may not use that or Cakewalk, depending on how things go. It depends on how much tinkering I do. My, my stuff that I play out with, well, I used to play out with, I have a Zoom G5 pedal. I've had Line 6 effects boards. I've had uh, boss effects boards, I've had individual pedals of all types, and I just, for the simplicity, I really like the Zoom products, I always have, they've been my favorite. And as far as amps go, I mean, I've had 
I've had plenty of 4x12 cabinets. Uh, I used to run my zoom pedal into a, uh, a Behringer PA head that went into a couple of my 4x12 cabinets. I had a Crate one, I had a Behringer one, and I had a Marshall. I got rid of the 4x12s because I don't play out and I don't need that kind of volume or, or big sound. So I ended, I ended up using my Crate 212, a GFX 212 I used to have, and I love that amp. I still have one. The original one I had, I lost when my house flooded when I used to live in a different place years ago. And I found one at Musical Round sitting there, and I said, oh my god, it's another GFX 212. I want that, because just because I loved the other one I had so much. Haven't seen one since. So I bought it, brought it home. It's been sitting in my basement. I never use it because I don't need an amp. But I just like to have it in case, and I love the sound of it. If I ever want to do plug into an amp again, I want to do, I sound like an idiot. If I ever do plug into an amp again, that'll be the one I go with, because I'm not playing anywhere big. Um, I have a little PV amp that I keep under my desk I use just for messing around with, but when I stream and do all my recording, I really like Amplitude. It's been phenomenal sounding for me. Um, version 4 is awesome. I want to buy version 5, but the problem is... There's a package deal they have right now where version 5 with the XIO interface is $399. Or I could just buy Amplitude version 5 for $399, just the software. Well, I want the XIO interface because it's probably a better interface than what I'm using now. And it practically is free when you wait for it to be available again, but everyone's back ordered. Once that stuff comes into stock, I want to get one because uh, I'm using the demo version of Amplitude 5, the CS version, to mess around with, and phenomenal sounds out of it. I really enjoy it. I enjoy it so much. I haven't found anything that sounds quite like it or as close to a, a real amp playing experience. I'm plugged into a UMC 404 HD from Behringer. I have a couple of those sitting on my desk. One of them takes all my inputs from my recording, and the other one is like a, an in-between interface to stream. It goes to my streaming programs. And I set up through that way. A couple of Kali LP6s on my desk for monitors. I love those. They're very clear. They're very nice. The price was definitely right. And I don't need anything much louder because I'm sitting right there anyway. My monitors are top to bottom. Two 27-inch monitors set up for my, you know, doing all my mixing and software and things like that. And when I stream, I just use this dinky little $40 or $50 webcam I bought off Amazon and I had a cheaper one before that cost like 20 bucks on my older streams, and I was using my phone for my older streams. But the uh, the new one, I don't even know what brand it is, but it's plenty clear for what I'm doing. It looks nice, and it works well, and it's easy to set up, so there you go. Not a whole lot of advanced stuff to my setup, you know. My guitars, I had different ones over the years, but the ones I've always kept and I'll never get rid of. I have my Stratocaster, which is a, it's a mid-90s Mexican Strat, midnight wine-colored and I have altered it to my liking over the years. There's hot rails on the bridge. There's cool rails on the neck. The middle pickup, I always want to put vintage rails in it, but I never got around to it, so the stock single coil is still in the middle, but that's okay. You still get that thwack sound when you, when you, you know, cross them. Um, set up for automatic coil splitting, no push-pull knobs or anything when you use the switch. The pit guard was changed over to a pearl pit guard. The, uh, the, the tone and volume knobs were changed over to perloid and chrome. I put a, a, a Wilkinson bridge on it, because it's better than the factory one. I swapped the springs out underneath to, to my liking, and I put a, a roller nut on the top, um, 
I, I wanted to absolutely make it so that my strap wouldn't go out of tune when I used the whammy bar. So I swapped that bridge out. I put the roller nut on. I have locking tuners on it. And uh, if I if the strings are getting pretty old, it starts to go out on me if I really go nuts with the whammy bar. But if I break them in properly and put new ones on and, they're you know, I break them in, it, I can usually go pretty crazy with the whammy and it doesn't really go out of tune much. Um... I never owned an Ibanez guitar, but I really want to buy a nice one. I'm looking into doing that soon. I won't say which one because it'll be a surprise. It may not be the Ibanez I'm looking at. It may be a different one. But uh, I'm going to have a dedication show when I do get the one I'm looking at. I'm hoping to get it. Um, I have a Paul Reed Smith. It's a Tremonti SE. Nothing crazy fancy or top of the line, but it's pretty nice. I got it real cheap. I think Music Around made a mistake when they sold it to me because I got it for like 200 bucks, and I know that's like a $700 guitar, and the thing was practically cherry brand new when I bought it. It still had the tag on it, you know? So I enjoy that guitar a lot. I play that a lot. The uh, Tremella one, that's a little more stable than a stock Stratocaster. I also have a, um, a, a 95 Bicentennial Edition gold hardware wine-colored Les Paul Studio. I keep that one in the case next to the desk, but you guys have seen me play it from time to time. It plays like butter, really nice. I just can't use a Tremello on it because it's a Les Paul with a Tunematic bridge. So, and I used to have an old LTD. There's the horn again. That just means I got a notification. No big deal. Uh, moving on. Uh, and I have an Ovation electric acoustic guitar. It's the same wine color as my Strat and my Les Paul, which is why I like it. That's one of the reasons I bought it. It's not an expensive guitar. It's a cheaper Ovation, but it works pretty well. And when I want to record anything acoustic, it sounds great when I record with it. And it plays pretty easy. Closest thing I've ever owned to being able to play an electric on an acoustic guitar. Like as far as the electric guitar feel, you know. But those are my mainstays. I, had a wa I have a Washburn Big Dreadnought style. Um, acoustic too. My daughter has that in her room. She was practicing with that for a while. I'm not even sure where it is right now. We have. I don't. I don't ever use it, but I was giving it to my kids. Uh, drums. I have a Pearl drum set in the basement that I use. But for recording, I use a set of Roland TDKPs. Very small. You could fold them up into a size of a large suitcase or a box, and they sound great. I just run the lines on my computer and I record directly like that and you know I'll do a little quantizing here and there with the audio because I mean I could drum I could do a lot of cool stuff but uh, it's not my absolute forte so you know I'm not perfect at it so sometimes things have to be fixed <laughs> but uh, and a bass a bass uh, my bass player that I used to have in my band in many years ago Adrian he sold me his Dean five string edge one for close to nothing it's not an expensive bass and I had to set it up a little bit to my liking, but that's what I use for recording my bass parts because I don't have a nicer bass guitar, and I, I'm not really a bass player. And uh, that's 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 my gear for the main part, you know. Nothing fancy going on. I run a Windows 10, and uh, that's it. So I think we covered a lot of stuff today. God, it's been 27 minutes and 10 seconds at this point. I can't believe I've been talking that long. That's never thought I would do that on the first run. Well. Hope it didn't bore you guys too much, you know, but I will have updates here and there, you know. I'm working on another album now. I've already started it because I had a lot of fun working on the first one, and because everyone seems to like it a lot, I'm getting great feedback. It's giving me that motivation I need to keep going and to work on another one. I want to make the next one bigger and better and cooler and nicer. So, um, 
feel free to hit me up anywhere you want. Uh, I did open a new webpage. We have a home site now, williambaronrock.com, all one word. And you could check out what's going on there. It may not be updated a lot because I just put it up and I'm trying to figure out what direction I want the website to go. And then we'll figure it out from there. But uh, other than that, keep me in mind on Reddit. Uh, check out YouTube once in a while. I hope to get some more videos up there soon. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll see you on a Reddit live stream here and there. And, you know, I have Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, and Facebook, and all that stuff. Hit WilliamBaronRock.com. All the links go into all my social media accounts are right across the top of the front page. You can't miss it. And if you guys want to hit me up there, that's awesome, too. But uh, I enjoyed this little chat. Uh, we had fun, right? And I hope to see you guys later. And check out the album on Spotify. It's, it's sitting there waiting for people to listen to. It's on all the other streaming services, too. I just can't name them all off right now. There's so many. But uh, you guys have a rocking day, and you know, I'll see you soon. Peace.